What is up, my fellow wrestler, wrestler watchers, wrestlees, wrestle viewers. Let's go with wrestle viewers. Uh, this is Whale Talks Wrestling, episode 50, the big 5-0. So, crazy. I said, um, didn't think I would still be going. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I love it, you know what I mean? But we had a awesome, awesome takeover uh, this weekend. And then we get backlash next week, so... Uh, we got some pay-per-views coming back, but I want to start off, gentlemen, ladies, June 15th, the return of the King of Sport, the return of New Japan Pro Wrestling. I feel like a giddy schoolgirl. So happy. And then it was also the anniversary of uh, Kenny Omega beating Okada two years ago for the title. I can't believe that was two years ago. Oh. So... Thankfully, New Japan is coming back. I'm a, I'm a happy boy. So, but yeah, we had an interesting week of wrestling. Let's go. Let's get right into it, so we can get a takeover. Because I really, really, really enjoyed takeover. So, uh, sorry if you hear anything in the background. Got the air conditioner on. I am dying, melting. It's turning into a puddle. So, excuse that already. But start off with Monday Night Raw. Uh, Raw was not bad. Raw was pretty decent. Like I said, they got some stuff cooking. I, I like all the stuff with Seth. I like all the stuff with MVP and Bobby. So, uh, Seth and the boys come out, you know, his squad out here. Uh, Seth says he sacrificed Rey Mysterio for the greater good. He plays a promo video of Rey's retirement video. Uh, it's showing all these great moments of Rey Mysterio. And then he adds the eye thing to it at the end where he just shoves his eye in the fucking uh, steel steps. Um, he wants to induct Ray into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Alistair comes out. I, I don't understand why Alistair Black is the true defender of Ray Mysterio. Alistair Black and Umberto Carrillo. Umberto Carrillo, I get it. You know what I mean? But I don't understand why Alistair Black is like the defender of Ray Mysterio, but whatever. He comes out, attacks Seth. Then we get Seth versus Alistair. This was a pretty damn good match. This was a good match. Uh, I'm shocked he gave it away. Like like I said, Seth and Alistair would have been better to be saved for the pay-per-view. I don't think even Seth has a match for Backlash. He's not fighting Ray, so... Uh, Seth versus Alistair, pretty pretty good match. Uh, Seth uh, sends um, Alistair out to the keep. They always use the barricade. Uh, Umberto comes out big uh, mid-match. Uh, with a chair to, uh, you know, uh, get the boys out of there. Because uh, Seth was sending the boys after Alistair. Big uh, high fly flow frog splash. Seth misses the frog splash. You don't see that often. That looks painful, man. It's like how AJ Styles used to say. Him missing the springboard 450 is the most painfulest thing that he goes through. That's why he tries not to miss that move anymore. He doesn't even do it anymore too much. But, yeah. It reminds me of the time he did the springboard 450 on Dean Ambrose to those two chairs. I mean, two tables. That shit must hurt like a bitch. A uh, big thrust kick into the post into Seth. Uh, match got really good, hot at the end. Uh, Seth now using a normal power bomb instead of the buckle bomb because the buckle bomb is now gone. So it's just weird to see Seth just Batista bombing fools. Uh, v trigger made air on Seth. Alistair wins with a roll up. I did not see that coming, but this is a good solid match. Uh, Seth and the boys they jump Alistair and Umberto. Seth stomps them both out. So Seth is still looking strong here. Like I said, I'm a really big fan of the whole Mind the Night Messiah gimmick. I just wish Seth had better theme music because he looks great. Like, he looks fantastic. Uh, Shawn Michaels talking about Edge and Orton, the greatest wrestling match ever. 
Uh, basically, it says Edge is going to win. So, we got all the legends, you know, picking their winners. MVP and Lana go at it again. She ends up slapping the fuck out of him this time. So, she is not happy that that's, she's, uh, you know, he's taking Big Bobby away from her. Paulo Cruz comes out. He wants to defend his uh, newly won U.S. title. He says he wants to pick a friend of his, so he picks Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens comes out, congratulates him. Uh, Owens is funny here because I love Owens. I like Owens. He's kind of like a tweener sometimes. He told him he's like he doesn't want pity out of this, and Apollo's like, no, this is not pity. Like you know what I mean? We're we're having a good match. You earned it. And then Owens is just like, I feel really bad for you, kid. And he's like, why? And he's like, why is that? Because your title run's gonna end real short. So we get Owens versus Cruz for the U.S. title. Uh, decent match here. Owens goes for the stunner, gives Cruz a low blow by mistake. Uh, Cruz is just like, you know, selling it, and then he fakes it, and he goes up beating the crap out of uh, Owens. I'm telling you, heel Apollo Cruz is coming. He's got to join up with MVP, hopefully. Uh, uh, Garza and Cien interrupt the match. Uh, we get Garza and Cien versus Owens and Cruz as a tag team match play. Holla, holla. Uh, Garza keeps running away from Owens. Garza is aiming at Owens' legs again. Cruz hits the cruise control power bomb on Cien for the win. Like I said, they're, they're really going all out with Apollo Cruz. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Vikings in the Street Profits in a bowling competition. The Vikings are killing them. Ivar pulls out. A turkey leg. He's putting out turkey legs out of nowhere. They're about to get kicked out, but then the lady tells Ivar he's cute. And they keep doing this gimmick. And <laughs> he does the stupid smile. And they, they tell Ro, no, you're not cute. Uh, sorry, Eric. Uh, but we get Nikki Cross versus Billy Kay over here. Uh, Billy Kay gets pissed off, starts moshing around. <laughs> this is funny. I don't know if she does this, but she just starts moshing. I remember she did it once to Seth Rollins' theme song. Uh, Billy with a... Sit out Spinebuster for the win. Old Lance Cade sit out Spinebuster. I used to be a fucking mark for that finish. It was the most simplest move. But Lance Cade, when he joined up with Chris Jericho back in the day, I used to love that Spinebuster there. Because Lance Cade used to do it like he used to kill these motherfuckers. But I said, whatever. Uh, Rey Mysterio gets interviewed. He said he doesn't know when he's coming back. And I don't know why. I know, I know, I love Ray. Like, Ray's actually not a bad promo, but he, Ray sometimes could be a little weird. Like, he was cutting a pretty decent promo. You know, he's saying, I could be cleared tomorrow, I could be cleared the next day. And I don't know why he made me laugh because he just stopped talking and he looks into the camera and he just goes, Damn it, Seth Rollins. Damn you, Seth Rollins. So I was just like, What the fuck? I died laughing. I was like, I don't know. Uh, Dominic comes out, says it's going to be an eye for an eye. Um, like I said, I've been pitching this storyline of they go with the whole Raven thing, you know, Raven and Sandman have Dominic, you know, join up with Seth and betray his father, but I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen because I heard Dominic, Dominic is supposed to come up. So they're probably going to do a, a bait and switch with the Dominic be like, Oh, Dominic's joining me. You know, Dijakovic comes out instead. Uh, R-Truth beats Rob Gronkowski for the title. Uh, Gronk is fired by WWE, so uh, see you later, buddy. Go uh, football it up somewhere else. Uh, Nia Jax versus Kyrie Sane. All right, let's take a moment of silence here for Kyrie Sane getting hurt again because Nia Jax is an animal. <laughs> it's not even her fault. I don't. I don't want. I don't know. It's like half her fault, not really her fault, because like Nia's a gigantic fault. Like you know, I'm a big motherfucker myself, and I hurt people by mistake all the time. <laughs> but I'm also not in a job where I have to not hurt people. You know what I mean? Like, Nia is supposed to not be hurting people. I don't know. She should go back to NXT. Maybe get some more training. 
Uh, Kyrie's umbrella says something nice about Hana, so that was really cool. Rest in peace, by the way. Uh, Sane gets Naya down to her. The funny thing, this was actually a pretty good match. Uh, Sane gets Naya down to her knees, starts giving her the back fist, starts beating the crap out of her. Sane hits a tornado DDT. Uh, Jax, this is where the big injury plays, where they edited it out and censored it. Uh, Jax throws Sane into the steel steps, and legit, they do these weird cuts. Uh, Jax gives her the fucking littlest, babyest leg drop I've ever seen. But she showed the after effect. She has a gigantic fucking scar gash on the top of her head. Apparently, she was gushing blood everywhere. But I don't know if WWE did their magic. And they were able to cover it all up on TV. Uh, Asuka comes out and fucking just starts talking shit. And then we get Charlotte versus Asuka. Nia comes out mid-match wearing Asuka's mask and face paint. Attacks Asuka. Uh, Charlotte's just fucking feuding with fucking everybody still. MVP versus Drew McIntyre. Like I said, always good to see MVP, but god damn. My boy, a jobber. MVP is about to get beat. Bobby slides him out. Drew dives on both of them. I always forget Drew can high fly. Fucking weird. It's a Claymore on MVP for the win. Bobby comes in, locks in the full Nelson or the Master Lock because, you know, he beat the Master Lock, so he took the Master Lock. Uh, they cut away quick. I, I, I don't understand. The show is taped. But they had to do, like, this weird, crazy cutaway. So I'm like, okay. But this was okay. Like I said, it, it uh, put more stuff ahead with Drew and Bobby. Like I said, I'm a big fan of the whole Seth and the Monday Night Messiah thing. So, yeah. Like I said, I can't complain. All right. SmackDown starts off with Jeff Hardy kicking off SmackDown. Basically, he explains his side of the story. He says he got jumped. When all this shit happened, he woke up and it felt like, you know, he's been hit on the head in the back of the head. And he, he got drenched in alcohol. Jeff says he heard a guy with a red beard and hair was behind everything. Seamus comes out says, dude, it wasn't me. What are you talking about? You're just a disappointment. And he says, don't worry. Your wife and kids are used to being a fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Jeff gets pissed. He attacks Seamus. Seamus just wipes his ass out with a bro kick. I was like, damn, they make Jeff kind of like a doofus, but... Like I said, I, people are hating on this angle, but I think it's kind of cool. Uh, Otis steals Corbin's crown, and Corbin starts freaking out backstage. This was dumb. Like, ugh. Like, I know people will probably laugh at me, but you know how much potential and upside there is to Baron Corbin if you would just make him how he was in NXT with the lone wolf? Dude, dude pe people forget Corbin was over in NXT as a babyface and a heel. He was great as both. Oh, my God. Such a shame. King Corbin versus Otis. Apparently, I heard this match was so shitty, they had to reshoot it like five different times. But, yeah, this match was... Ugh. Match gets DQ'd when Corbin uses his steel chair. Otis fights back and gets the last laugh. He hits the Caterpillar. Mr. Morrison uh, playing pranks on Braun the whole entire night. Uh, I did not enjoy this episode of SmackDown, as you can tell. Mojo is back on SmackDown. He's a heel again. Okay. Uh, looks at Chad Gable. Calls him short. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Cesaro and Shin and uh, and Mojo jump Chad Gable. The New Day helps him out. Uh, I don't understand why can he just stop wearing the Space Jam outfit and be regular Chad Gable. Shorty G. Like, I refuse to call him that fucking name. He will forever be Chad Gable to me. Get the hell out of here. Oh, this poor guy needs to just escape. Him, Ali, there's certain people that need to fucking just escape the clutches of this company. 
such a challenge. He's a fucking Olympian, man. Like, this guy is... Go watch his shit at NXT. <laughs> uh, Lacey Evans versus Sonya Deville. Uh, this is a good match. Sonya and Lacey got some really good chemistry. Uh, Lacey gets jumped on her entrance by Sonya. Uh, match still goes on. Lacey still wants to match. Ref gets taken now. New ref gets in. Sonya kills Lacey with a draping backbreaker on the outside. Very Naito-ish. Uh, I thought that was a really cool-looking move. Lacey with the uh, perfect, just a perfect fucking moonsault. Her and Cage got into a weird spew on Twitter about the moonsault. You should check that out. Mandy comes out on the Tron, tells Sonya she's a failure. And uh, Lacey hits the woman's right for the win. Um, like I said, these girls have good chemistry. I wouldn't mind them training a couple matches here and there. Uh, Kayla Braxton is backstage talking to Braun. She gets Nickelodeon slime because Morrison put the bucket of slime on the... Oh, my God. This is such a waste of these guys. Like, you're legit wasting Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. Uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ have a face-off. Uh, really good promos by both guys here. Uh, uh, AJ calls Daniel Bryan a dumbass for basically not taking a bite into the finals. And then, um, Daniel Bryan's just like, I'm not a dumbass. I... I want to fight. I want to, you know, I want to fucking, I want to have this title and fight every day. You just want to have the title and coast by and not fight anybody. AJ then says, I don't, I don't, basically, because um, he was talking about handing on opportunities. And he's like, you gave Gulak, you handed him an opportunity by trying to make him relevant. Gulak comes out. Gulak ends up being the shit out of AJ. They get a match. And this is a good match. I wish this went longer. If you would have gave this 10 more minutes, man, we get AJ versus Gulak. Uh, AJ hits the Phenomenon DDT, but no springboard no more. Sadly, it's one of the things that's caught up with age with AJ, and AJ can't do it anymore. He talked about this on Mixer one time. He can't do this, and he also forgot how to do the spiral tap. Don't fucking ask me how you forget that, but it's AJ style, so I believe everything he says. Uh, Gulak gets the fucking win with a roll-up, though. Did not expect that. Look at you, Gubba Gulak. Uh, Miz and Morrison destroy Braun Strowman's car. This is this is better. This is a little funny. New Day and Chad Gable with Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, and Mojo Rawley. Uh, okay match. Uh, Mojo hits the hyperdrive, but Chad gets out. Midnight Hour, New Day gets the win, and the Chad get the win, so whatever. I said New Day stale as fuck, and Shorty G. Really? Short, ugh. Uh, Braun sees his car wrecked, finds Miz and Morrison. He does the old school stuff that he used to do. He tips over the vehicle because, you know, Braun just loves wrecking cars. Uh, we get Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, or what are they called? Bliss Cross Applesauce? That's tag team name. Versus Sasha and Bailey for the women's tag team titles. Uh, very, very, very good match. I really enjoyed this match. Uh, they had it won. Sasha had it won, but Bailey takes her out, so they start arguing a little bit. Um, Sasha gets pissed off and just forces herself in, rolls up Nikki for the win. New tag team champions. Uh, I loved Bailey's celebration. Bailey was just like, oh my God, it's so heavy. There's so much gold. I got too much gold. And she just like starts yelling and freaking out. Um, like I said, heel Bailey is a treasure. She's, she's fantastic. All right. AEW Dynamite was next. Uh, AEW, uh, provided, like I said, they always got a great show. So this is a good show. We started off with the Super Bad Death Squad, which is um, Kip Sabian and uh, fucking uh, 
I'm gonna say Joey Ryan. What the fuck? Not even fucking close. Jimmy Havoc. Jesus Christ. Where's my head at? Uh, versus Kenny Omega and Hangman for the tag team title. So good to see Kenny and Hangman back, you know, permanently together again, even though they need to lose those titles. Um, FTR watching this match. Uh, uh, Penelope Ford goes to attack Hangman, but he catches her, and then um, fucking uh, she ends up getting thrown out by the referee. Uh, Jimmy Havoc uses this as a distraction, beats them both up with a wrench while the referee's not looking. Uh, Jimmy with a Death Valley driver on Kenny until Hangman hit a fucking, oh, uh, I got messed up there. So, Death Valley driver on Kenny, uh, hits the Rampage DDT, almost gets it, but Hangman interrupts it. Uh, V-Trigger Buckshot Lariat combo for the win. Uh, very fun match. Very, uh, entertaining, fun match. Like I said, I'm, I don't like Kip Sabian. Really, I think he's very, um, boring, but... Together with uh, Jimmy Havoc, I like them as a tag team. I think they're really good. Uh, we get the Path of Cage himself, Brian Cage versus Jobber. <laughs> uh, Cage basically eats his man. He comes in and just kills him. Drill Claw, done. Uh, I kind of wish Cage would throw more suplexes into his game now that he's being managed by uh, the TAZ over there. Uh, Taz cuts a promo, says Cage is going to kick the shit out of Moxley. Moxley comes out. Taz is Taz is on point with these promos, man. It's so good hearing this man cut promos again. Moxley says, "You, you, I could, I believe that you can beat anybody." You know, he's gonna say he said he was gonna rip the heart out of my chest, but there's a difference. I'm not just anybody. I'm completely different from anybody that you face. You kill me, I get back up. So basically, he said he's going to take every single thing Cage gives him. So we'll see. Like I said, this should be um, this should be interesting. Uh, Lance Archer is beating up somebody in, like, some weird promo thing backstage. Uh, kills a jobber. Uh, they ask him, hey, how's it been after the loss? And he says one loss is not going to stop him. Uh, the same goal is the same goal when he came in. Everybody dies. So, fucking stupid. I still thought it was beating Lance Archer cleanly like that, but whatever. Uh, Matt tells Private Party they remind him of uh, Matt and Jeff when they were younger. The Private Party is basically marking out backstage. Uh, Matt sees Sammy Guevara backstage. He looks at him and tells him, we're cool. It's normal Matt Hardy back there. And he says, they're cool. So that was funny. Colt Cabana versus Chris Jericho. Uh, Sammy Guevara comes out singing Judas. Uh, Jericho is trying to box Colt Cabana because, you know, he's feuding with Tyson. Colt with a big, big... Colt Cabana has a beautiful fucking moonsault, by the way. Uh, for a bigger guy, that guy has a gorgeous moonsault on the outside. I say moonsault. Uh... Uh, Jake Hagar, Hagar, uh, attacks Colt when the ref wasn't looking. Judas effect out of nowhere. Jericho wins. This was a fun match. I actually enjoyed this match. Like, I'm really enjoying Colt Cabana's work, you know, so far. Uh, Jericho calls out the baddest man on the planet. Orange Cassidy comes out. He puts Jericho's hands in his pockets, but, like, Jericho doesn't have pockets, so he kind of put them in his belt. Uh, uh, I was dying. Uh, they try to attack them, but he Ultra Instinct dodges all of them. So we're going to get Jericho versus uh, fucking Orange Cassidy. I'm down. It's going to be hilarious. Um, uh, there was a tribute video of Britt Baker training in the wheelchair. This was hilarious. I thought this was very, very funny. Like I said, they're doing wonders with Britt Baker, and I thought this was hilarious. She's doing like a training montage, and she's like sweating and stuff, but everyone's like helping her train. Uh, Big Swole versus Nyla Rose. Uh, cool yellow ranger outfit by Big Swole. 
Uh, Britt Breaker is watching from a golf cart. It looks like a pickup truck, but it looks like a golf cart. Uh, Pimp Slap to Rose by Big Swole. Big Spear by Nyla Rose. Uh, Swole goes for Dirty Dancing. Big Sky High Spine Buster for the win. Why is everyone... I swear to God, ever since I saw Kenny bring back the Sky High Spine Buster in New Japan, everyone's been using that damn move now. Uh, but yeah, this was a good showing for Big Swole. I kind of want a Big Swole to win, but... Uh, Swole with a promo, but Britt Baker's interrupting her, talking trash. Swole wants to fight her, then Britt Baker takes off in the golf cart, not to be seen again. Uh, we get an FTR interview here. They say FTR means many different things, you know, fuck the revival, uh, forever the revival, or, you know, uh, fuck the rest, or whatever. They, they I, I like the whole fuck the rest thing, that's cool. Basically, they say they are the revolution of the tag team division. They are here to show these people what tag team wrestling is. And they brought out this, the Lucha Bros specifically saying, don't worry, we might teach even the Lucha Bros how to tag in tag team wrestling. I was like, I love the fucking Lucha Bros. I love them. Pentagon's like one of my favorites. You know, Phoenix is the fucking crazy man. But yeah, their non-tagging in tag team matches is the worst. Oh my God, it's so bad. It's so bad. Like, even me, I can't excuse stupid stuff like that in wrestling. Like, wrestling is stupid, but I'm like, come on, man. At least follow the rules. Uh, the Butcher and the Blade interrupt the interview in a random house. I'm like, how the fuck did the Butcher and the Blade find their house or whatever house this is? And they want a match. So it's going to be next week, FTR versus the Butcher and the Blade. That explains why they're hyping up the Butcher and the Blade all of a sudden. You know, these guys were fucking great. I wanted them to get signed so bad by a major company. And fucking AEW's been giving them the fucking runaround. So now they're hyping them up just to get fucking murdered by FTR. So, uh, uh, disappointed. Brody Lee wants Colt Cabana in the Dark Order. Like I said, I wouldn't mind seeing a heel Colt Cabana. So I think this would be kind of dope. Main event time. Jungle Boy versus Cody Rhodes. TNT title on the line. Cody still hasn't upgraded the title. Doofus. Uh, Cody catches a mid-dive and throws Jungle Boy into Billy Gunn. Uh, MJF uh, and Jungle Boy are going at it because MJF is pissed that Jungle Boy got the title shot when, um, you know, MJF is the one who beat him, but he won the, the Battle Royal. So he calls him a bitch and says he doesn't deserve anything. Uh, Cody goes to head. Okay, this was a weird spot. I like, like I said, I like Cody. This is a great match, but this goes into the spot of Cody completely overbooking his matches. Cody goes to headbutt the crap out of Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy moves out of the way. Cody Blade cuts himself open hard way, and he's just bleeding like a fucking animal. Jungle Boy beats the shit out of Cody, and he keeps telling him, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, like, I don't, I don't think this match really needed blood. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could have shown the aggressive side of Jungle Boy by him just beating the crap out of Cody. Uh, Cody and Jungle Boy both fight it out on the top rope. They both crash to a table again. Did they really need to crash through a table? Uh, I don't think this was necessary. Uh, Cody went to a crossroads out of nowhere. They hug it out. Uh, very, very fun, entertaining match. Again, Cody also said there was going to be like open challenges and stuff, but they keep announcing all his opponents. I think that's kind of stupid. Like He's fighting Mark Quinn next week, and then the next week after that, he's fighting Phoenix. I'm just like, but I thought it was supposed to be like, you know, open challenges. People come out because he said anyone could join in. And, you know, people like Zack Ryder were just like, oh, I'll do it. You know what I mean? So, uh, overall, AEW was always, it's always been a good show. This is a very good show. But, uh, like I said, there's some things that I'm just like, eh. 
All right, let's get to the NXT Go Home Show before TakeOver. We started off with uh, Candice LeRae versus Mia Yim. I thought this was going to be on the pay-per-view, but then we get the match that is for the pay-per-view. They're going right at it. Uh, it's a double count out. They both end up beating the crap out of each other. Uh, Yim gets slammed in the Tron. Tegan comes out to make the save. Dakota Kai comes out to beat up Tegan with Raquel Gonzalez. Shotzi Blackheart comes out to even the odds. They have a big brawl. And we're getting a tag team match at TakeOver. We're getting a three-on-three tag. So this should be interesting. And, uh, uh, yeah, I expected Mia Yim and Candice to go one-on-one. But, honestly, I'd rather have it this way and have all the little feuds, like, you know, go at it here. So this is good stuff. Like I said, real big fan of heel Candice. So much better. Uh, Keith Lee and Mia Yim versus the Garganos ends up happening. Johnny doesn't want to wrestle because he doesn't have the clothes on. So Johnny doesn't want the match. He dips right in the beginning of the match. Keith Lee brings Candice and Johnny back into the ring. Uh, Keith Lee gets car keys to the face. Uh, Johnny ends up stabbing him in the eye with his car keys. Candice rolls up Mia for the Yim. Uh, Mia for the Yim. <laughs> That's funny. I should, I should start saying that. Uh, Mia for the win. Garganos get the win over the lees i guess you want to say the mia the limitless the, the, the is what they call themselves uh johnny gargano beats the crap out of keith lee some more like i said i'm actually looking forward to their match uh dexter loomis backstage they ask him who's going to win between adam cole and the velveteen dream he ends up drawing a picture of him basically kidnapping the whole entire undisputed era in a car so Dexter Loomis. I like the whole drawing thing. That was a cool call. That was that was dope. He used to do that. Like he actually draws like in you know, like real life, and he does some really cool drawings. So that's uh, kind of cool how they're putting it into his character. Uh, the Undisputed Era finally all get to hang out. They're having this big limo party. By the way, this shit's hilarious. Uh, everyone should go watch this thing. This thing is funny. Uh, Dreams talks about all the things that you know, the Undisputed Era did to the, him. I really like how the they, it's a cool promo package. It, basically, the Undisputed Era celebrating, and then you got Dream just talking about all the bullshit that they've done to him. So that was kind of cool. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Tony Nese. Uh, they're still having a little tiny feud when Isaiah Swerve Scott told you know Tony Nese he's a loser basically. Uh, quick stiff match here. Um, uh, Jack comes out. Jack Gallagher comes out. Uh, niece tries to take advantage, but Scott ends up rolling up Niece for the win. Man, Tony Niece does not get a lot of wins. I don't know why. Look at the fucking guy. He's great, man. He's not the greatest of promos, but he's, he looks like a fucking Egyptian god. So, uh, Bobby Fish and Danny Birch uh, versus. Uh, I wrote that completely wrong. It's um, it's Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong. Versus Breezango versus one and two, Danny Birch and Oni Lorkin uh, for the number one contendership. The Breezango is back. I, I loved I, I love this guy's new gimmick where they're just different workers every time. They're astronauts today. Uh, Fandango with the Tornado DDT uh, holds on to the Tornado DDT, ends up hitting a Falcon Arrow for a near fall. That was cool. Oni comes in. And fucking, oh my god, this, this man, this man is so stiff, it's crazy. He kills, he kills them all with the stiffest shots in the world, Oni does. Uh, Fandango gives Oni a back suplex into the outside, into the rest of the guys. That was sick looking. 
Uh, Dexter Lumis is still stalking the Undisputed Era. Brazango wins to become the new number one contenders. Uh, great match. Imperium comes out. Um, so this is going to be um, interesting. Like I said, it's a good match for Imperium. Like I said, I want Imperium to keep the titles. They need more promo time. I feel like they need more promo time, and they really, really do need Walter back and all those people. But I feel like Brizango getting this title shot should be good. Like I said, I'm a Fandango is fucking so underrated, man. Look at his hot tag. He has legit one of my favorite hot tags. He starts going in and just chopping the shit out of everybody. Aaliyah versus Santana Garrett. Robert Stone, the Robert Stone brand. He comes out to watch Aaliyah. Remember, he didn't want her before, but now he's desperate since Chelsea Green dumped him. You know, kicked him to the curb, gave him his pink slip. Um, uh, handspring moonsault by Santana Garrett, and I think this might be Santana Garrett's first win. So, like I said, she needs to change her theme music. It's so bad, but I love Santana Garrett. She's great. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't know. What, I don't know if Robert Stone's is gonna be trying to get any woman that he can at this point. Uh, we get an amazing promo video hyping up uh, Rhea, EO, and Charlotte. Like, legit, they're showing, like, you know, the craziness of EO, the hard work of uh, Rhea, her waking up in the morning when she doesn't have to and working out, doing all this stuff. And then just Charlotte just, just being fucking royalty. So I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, we get Cameron Grimes versus Bronson Reed here. Um, I don't know how I feel about Bronson Reed. I like him. He's like a cool guy. But, I don't know, it's just something missing. I don't know, I feel like he would benefit from the Taz treatment. Make him heal, put a fucking towel on his head, and let him come out and just murder people. Like, just go full Taz on this dude. I can see him just being like Taz and just killing people with suplexes. But, Reed is killing Grimes the whole entire match. Reed misses one dive. Grimes hits the cave-in for the win. Uh, Killer Cross comes out of nowhere. And, um... Pretty much beats the shit out of Reed. Hits him with a doomsday Saito. Uh, the whole time Cameron Grimes just dips. <laughs> so, not bad. Not bad here. Uh, main event time. El Hijo de Fantasma versus Drake Maverick for the Cruiserweight title. Uh, great, great match here. This was a f- great match. Maverick got drilled with a sit-out powerbomb on the outside. Oh, his selling of this, I'm pretty sure he wasn't even, like, you know, selling. He was just like, ow, this hurt like a motherfucker. That looked so painful. Uh, Eola Fantasma is yelling at Drake Maverick to quit, give up, quit, give up. Maverick goes nuts on him with the shots. He's beating the crap out of him. Um, guys that have a headbutt off at the top of the turnbuckle. They both headbutt each other. They both fall off to the outside. The masked men come out, try to take out Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick actually ends up taking them all out. Ihola Fantasma takes advantage. It's a big super kick. Throw the hunt for the win. New champion, Ihola Fantasma. Uh, Drake Maverick gets a nice send-off, you know. But you pretty much knew what was going to happen here. Triple H comes out with an NXT contract. I, I always find it weird when they do stuff like this because they don't even look at the contract and read. You know what I mean? They're just like, yeah, fuck it. I want to sign this shit. I want my job. You know, you're gonna probably the contract is say you're gonna pay me two dollars and I'm still gonna sign it, but good for Drake Maverick. He really proved he really proved something, man. Like I said, I didn't even know if this guy could still go because he hasn't wrestled in so long, but this motherfucker's good. He's really good. Like I said, it's such a shame that, you know, he has such a you know short stature because no one's ever gonna take him, you know, seriously in that. But I feel like this is perfect. Keep him in the cruiserweight division, let him, you know, have some matches here and there. I wouldn't mind seeing imagine like Drake Maverick versus Finn Balor. They would have a really good match, you know what I mean? But this is good stuff. 
All right, time to end this show off with NXT TakeOver in your house. And what a great show. I loved I loved every single match on this card. I loved the feel of this. It was actually a unique set. Oh, it was great. But let's get right into it. This is such a great show. Uh, loved the old school intro. Uh, Code Orange ends up starting off. Code Orange is a great band, by the way. Uh, they started off with a nice performance. Um, the In Your House set, like I said, is fantastic. I hope this, I don't even care, you know, the COVID or whatever the hell. I hope this stays as a as a takeover. I thought this was great. I love the whole In Your House feel. So we get Shati, Tegan, and Mia Yim versus Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai, and Candice. Uh, Larray, uh, fun match here. Everyone got to shine, especially Shotzi. Shotzi got to shine big time. Uh, Shotzi with a cool reverse sling blade. I've always loved that move. Uh, Shotzi with a nice question mark kick. I've always loved that move too. Uh, she did it great too here. Uh, Shotzi goes for a dive. Raquel catches her mid dive, gives her a belly to belly on the outside. That looked rough. Uh, I love Shotzi keeps using the cattle mutilation, uh, you know, submission from Daniel Bryan. Uh, Candice and Yim take the fight backstage. They beat the crap out of each other all the way out there. Shining Wizard, Tegan finally gets a win on Dakota Kai. So, uh, this was great. Every woman shined here. Fun match. Like I said, NXT, people can say whatever they want. NXT still has the greatest women's division. It's NXT, AEW, and then probably Impact. They have, like, the women have just been stepping up everywhere except for Raw and SmackDown. But the women have just been stepping up, man. Uh, we get the remake. We get a remake of the old ice cream bar commercials with uh, Regal doing the commentary for it. That was awesome. Uh, I uh, I want to try the new ice cream bars. I can never find them where I'm at, but I really want to try them. I hear um, CM Punk tried them and he he was said that he said they were crap. But some people, you know, I see online, they're just like these are pretty damn good. You know what I mean? I think they look cool. You know, I just wish they had more variety on the people. I think it's like Macho Man, Becky Lynch, and John Cena. I think that's it. So. My like, yo, give me, give me the one with Kane on it back in the day. Uh, my favorite match of the night. My favorite match of the week, by the way. This match fucking ruled so hard. Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. I knew this shit was going to be good. I did not expect the performance these motherfuckers gave us. I'll tell you that. So, uh, Finn Balor attacks. Two seconds going in. He's going at Priest. Hits him with the shotgun drop kick. Uh, sidewalk slam onto the apron by Priest. That looked cool. Priest kills Balor. So Balor's going at him, giving him the forearms. Priest looks at him, gives him a roaring elbow. Pretty much knocks out Finn Balor. I thought Finn Balor was out. Uh, like I said, Priest is so impressive the way he moves. This match was 100 miles per hour. They were going so goddamn quick. The way he can move for his size is crazy. Uh, broken arrow by Priest for a near fall. Matches very fast-paced. Awesome kick exchange by both men. Finn gets the advantage with a Pele kick. Uh, Priest gets taken out. He no-sells it. Brock Lesnar jumps back onto the apron. Finn then kicks him. Uh, I mean, onto the apron. Mm-hmm. Uh Finn ends up getting uh, out the apron, so fucking Priest takes him, hits the razor's edge on the apron onto Finn. Oh, my God, that looks so rough. I have not seen that. I have not seen anyone do that, so that was pretty dope. Uh, Finn is about to, you know, make a little comeback. He hits a uh, 
Priest hits a spinning tornado kick. He looks at him, gives him the, you know, fighting spirit yell. Hits another spinning tornado kick. Finn no-sells. Uh, hits the eye of the hurricane, you know, the, the elbow neck breaker. That, that was a great exchange. Uh, top rope, south of the heaven choke slam for a near fall. I wanted that to be the fucking victory right there. I love the south of the heaven choke slam. And just the name. That's so that's such a sick name. But this is a great, great match. Uh, Finn hits Priest. Um, he so they did this horrible spot. This was oh, this was just a bad idea. They shouldn't have done this. So they they have the steel steps. And uh, if you remember the match with Shawn Michaels, the casket match, Shawn Michaels was Undertaker, where Shawn basically broke his back for four years, where uh, Taker beating the back body drop and just the edge of the coffin hit. Um, Sean in the back. This is exactly what happened to Priest. So they got the steel steps. Finn gives him the uh, fucking, they keep calling it John Wu drop kick, the shotgun drop kick. And legit, the edge of it hits Priest's back. I thought Priest was done. I was waiting for an injury report to be like Priest has a broken back. That looked exactly like the spot with Sean and um and Undertaker. Oh my god, that was crazy. Double foot stomp to the back of the head. Then another double foot stomp for the win. Finn Balor gets the clean win. I really, really thought this was Priest's match to win. Love this match. Priest should have won. But, hey, I, after seeing this, give me these guys two more times or three more times. I want to see these guys go at it. Uh, Finn points. Uh, Finn ends up breaking the record for Mort's takeover win. So, I'm guessing this is why they did it. Uh, Finn points the guns at Priest. Priest shoots the arrow at him for a sign of respect. Definitely want to see these two goals at it again. I cannot tell you how much I love this match. Fantastic. Excuse me. Uh, Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano for the North American title. This was also, uh, I see a lot of hate and a little hate in this match, but I thought this match was awesome, man. This was a really good stiff match, too. Uh, Johnny keeps getting caught. He keeps trying to do everything. He, he ends up doing a dive, but Lee catches him. And finally, he ends up going for Lee's injured eye and injured hand for the whole time. Johnny is trying to leave through the door in the in-your-house thing, but Keith Lee catches him. Uh, Johnny is finally able to bring Keith Lee down. He's chipping away at him. Johnny dives through with a tornado DDT to the outside. I've always loved that move. Uh, Johnny gets pounced through the plastic crowd barrier. Holy shit, man. That looked painful really painful uh yim and kansas come out they fight it out they're still fighting it out from earlier johnny uses his car keys again to leave's eye it's the final beat ddt lee ends up kicking out i think he's the first guy to kick out of that johnny hits a super kick lee gets up hits another super kick lee gets up hits another super kick for a near fall lee powers out at one lee kicks out at one each time uh, Lee gets Johnny up finally, hits a spirit bomb, hits a second spirit bomb, deadlifts him into the BBC, the Big Bang Catastrophe, yes, the BBC, for the win. I really thought Johnny was going to do it, but this was a, uh, a case of I didn't care who won. Um, like I said, Lee is having a fantastic title run, but then, you know, uh, Johnny just turned heel, so you kind of want to give him a big win, but I thought these guys worked very well together. Uh, I want to see what, it's definitely the match is going to keep going, so. Uh, next match, it is Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole. Yes, you're hearing that, right? The match structure changed for this, uh, pay-per-view. Uh, NXT title match. We get a backlot brawl. I didn't know what to expect for this, but this was awesome. It was kind of, it kind of felt like, um, 
We have you remember John Cena versus Eddie Guerrero in the parking lot? That's how it was. This was sweet. Uh, Cole comes into the monster, uh, undisputed era monster truck. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, Dream is legit, my guy. I wanted him to win. My man came out as Negan from The Walking Dead. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a fucking Negan, Mark. I, I love Negan so much. I play him in Tekken 7. That's my guy. I, I, I was just like, that's it. Dream's got to win. I don't care what happens. Dream is winning. Love the setup for this match. It felt very Def Jam uh, fight for New York-ish. Uh, Cole is trying to hide in a car, and Dream is destroying it with the bat, Lucille. Uh, an Uber, uh, this was a weird spot. I didn't, this is the only spot I didn't like in the match. An Uber shows up, and they're like, did someone order an Uber? And then they fight it out in the Uber, and then the lady like, ah, and she leaves out of there. That was kind of stupid. Cole blinds Dreams with uh, a fire extinguisher. Dream is about to hit the elbow drop on Cole from the top of the ladder. Um, but actually, uh, Cole gets up getting, get thrown off the ladder. He ends up landing through the windshield of a car. He gets all cut up and shit. The Undisputed Era show up in their own car, distracting Dream. But Dream pushes Cole, like I said, Dream pushes Cole off the car. Undisputed Era jump the crap out of Dream, beat the crap out of him. Uh, they flood the ring with chairs, the old ECW style. So there's a million chairs in the ring right now. Dexter Loomis comes out with a chair, takes out the Undisputed Era, and does exactly what he did in the picture. He took them all in a car and took them all somewhere. Purple Rainmaker on Cole while Cole is sitting on the chair. That was cool. But Cole ended up kicking out. Uh, Cole with a low blow hits the Panama Sunrise on a stack of chairs. One, two, three. Adam Cole won a match with the freaking Canadian Destroyer. A Canadian Destroyer finally won a match. I know you I know you want to say it's in a stack of chair. I don't care. He won a damn match with a Canadian Destroyer. I was shocked. And the only thing I could think, fucking Karrion Cross. Killer Cross has to be the man to beat Adam Cole at this point. There's nobody else. There's nobody else. The only other guy I would have thought was Keith Lee, but he's got a title already. You know, or Priest, but Priest is not a babyface, so this this match is awesome. I liked it. Uh, then we get to my one of my other favorite matches. Tommaso Ciampa versus Killer Cross. Uh, Carrion Cross. I'm just going to call him Killer Cross. Uh, Scarlet is just ridiculous, man. This That's that's a woman. <laughs> uh, so we start off, and Ciampa goes right at this man. Cross is not selling. Not selling at all. Grabs Ciampa, hits him with a Doomsday Saito. Gets him with another Tazplex in there. Double-handed choke slam, neck first onto the apron. I was like, that was dumb. Champa should not be taking any neck spots like that. Oh, my God. But they didn't look good, though. Oh, it looked disgusting. Cross is killing this man with the suplexes. Suplexing him here and right. Uh, he uh, Cross puts his hands behind his back, and Champa's just trying to attack him. Uh, Cross hits a beautiful deadlift Northern Lights suplex and deadlifts him again and then turns it into another move. Uh, Champa, he gets up Champa, he runs at him and just takes his head off with a clothesline. Champa finally gets some fighting spirit. He gets a second win. He starts slapping the shit out of Cross a million times. Hits a high knee, hits another high knee, hits a third high knee. Goes for the pin, kicks out at one. Cross no-sells it, gets up, F5, cross jacket, Champa passes out in the cross jacket. Like I said, I knew Champa was going to lose, but I didn't think he was going to get freaking wrecked like he did, and I loved it. 
Like I said, Champa's Teflon. You can't touch this dude. And this was great. Fucking, he suplexed him to death. He murdered him and then gave him the cross. Like, wow. Like, talk about building a goddamn star. I'm telling you, this is how you got to build him for a while. Cross can go, too. I hate a lot of people who are just like, oh, Cross can't wrestle. Yes, he can. Like I said, go check out this guy's work. He knows what he's doing in there. But, yeah, they, they pretty much made a star one night. So, that was really dope. Uh, main event, which caught me off guard. EO versus Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's title. And what can I say? This match was fantastic. And it had the perfect outcome. Um, cool that they're the main event. Because you see, this is what I mean. This is an organic main event. I didn't think they were going to be the main event. But I was like, oh, dope. They're the fucking main event. You know what I mean? It was organic. Um... Charlotte, uh, representing for Paige, she's wearing the purple and black, and she says that this is her house, so that was cool. Uh, Rhea goes for a cannonball early on, but ends up missing and hitting herself right on the fucking floor with her back. Uh, Charlotte with the lion's tamer on Eel, that looked fantastic, because Eel's very flexible, and Charlotte's very flexible. Double spear by Charlotte, Eel kicks out of natural selection. Charlotte throws Eel into the, into the set. Rhea throws a plant at uh, Charlotte. I thought that was funny. Eel climbs up to the ramp on top of the house, dives on Rhea and Charlotte. Crazy. I didn't look too high, but when you see the dive, it was pretty high. Top rope ripped tight onto Charlotte. She had it won, and Eo ends up breaking it up. Remember, that's how she beat um, uh, Shayna Baszler for the title. Charlotte gets a kendo stick, ends up beating the crap out of them. Uh, Charlotte locks in the figure eight. Mid-move, Io Shirai hits the moonsault. Knees first on Rhea's head. Jesus Christ, that looked so bad. One, two, three. And I got up in celebration because I legit thought there was no possible way Io was going to win the title. They gave her the big, big celebration, the whole confetti thing. I was like, oh, this is awesome, man. Like I said, she was... she is probably the best women's wrestler in the world, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, for sure, Io Shirai has been for a while. Io Shirai is fantastic. So, like I said, I I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was great. Uh, NXT TakeOver killed it. I thought this was a great, 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 great show. Uh, that's it for me. I'll catch you guys next time. Um Peace out, everybody. Follow me on the social medias, UUUSK92 on everything else. Um, BKDragon92 at yahoo.com if you have any of your uh, wrestling questions. Uh, Like I said, everybody take it easy. Stay safe. Watch wrestling. And remember, folks, New Japan returns. June 15th, New Japan. So that's it for me. Peace out, everybody.